weekends in a foreign country are vacation because you get to do amazing things. You know, you're already living there and just sitting by the water, sitting by the Adriatic Sea, having a mimosa on a Saturday. This is real life here in Croatia. Freaking amazing. That's the difference between life back in Ohio or life back in Florida. I'm already on vacation. I just happen to work from here. Welcome to the Live, Work, Travel podcast. I'm your host, Michonne Thomas, a former middle school teacher who quit at 30 to become a six-figure freelancer and digital nomad instead. You're in the right place if you're ready to learn how freelancing can help you to work from anywhere, make great money, and live a life that you design. I'm sharing everything I've learned to get to where I am today in order to support you on your journey because this lifestyle is simply too good not to share. Today, I'm diving a bit more into my story as a person who is location independent, or a lot of times the term digital nomad is used. I guess I am a digital nomad, although I don't really think of myself in that way because I try not to move very often. I need stability. I need to be settled in order to do good work. So I tend to spend at least three months in a place. Often I will stretch that to five or six months if the country that I'm living in has the ability to renew and extend for a bit longer. Typically on the U.S. passport, I can get into a country for 90 days and then I'll check out what their rules are in terms of being able to flex that a little longer. So a lot of times when people meet me, they do ask, they say, how do you balance work and moving around all the time? And so that's my first tip. I don't move all the time. (laughs) I would go crazy. And so this journey, of course, like everything else has evolved over time. And before I left the US, I did worry about whether I'd be able to handle it all. Can I balance travel and work? Just, I don't know. It's foreign to me. No pun intended. (laughs) So what I did in the beginning was I moved to Vegas first for a year. Vegas was my experiment. Can I move to a new place, start over, make new connections and deal with my job? And that was a really good idea because what living in Vegas did was allow me to experience the travel, but dedicate a lot of time to my business. I moved there without knowing anybody. So I didn't have a big friend group that was taking up a lot of time and energy. And it was great because it allowed me to just focus on growing my business and really, really dialing in and getting financially stable. You know, I was socking away money in the bank. I was putting money into my retirement accounts, just really building up this stable base that would allow me to then go out and travel without worrying about, okay, I have to make X amount this month in order to make ends meet. I already had savings built up. That was huge for my peace of mind. I can't imagine having to deal with all of the travel stuff and being stressed about money at the same time. So once I got my financial footing under me, I had all my debt paid off. I was feeling good. I was feeling stable. I then did start to plan. It was halfway through the year. It was in June when I decided, okay, I'm doing this. I'm moving abroad. I talk about this in another episode, but buying the ticket and then those six months of preparing and getting ready to leave and move abroad. And for me, it started with getting really settled in a new place and finding my stride. I stayed in Medellin for five or six months. And it was really important to me to have a home base that I could got my coffee shops that where I work from. I've got my desk at home where I work from. So Columbia allowed me to set up a really calm, simple base. These are my work hours. These are my study hours because I was enrolled in a Spanish school taking classes. So it allowed me to just really fall into a really base routine pretty consistently and then have room for fun, right? Weekends off or evenings going out for drinks with friends or hanging out, that sort of thing. Like there's plenty to do, but I still had my day-to-day stable. So that would be my first tip when you are thinking about getting into this 
work and travel lifestyle. Make your Monday through Friday, or if you have a shortened week, your Monday through Thursday. The beauty of this is you can play with your schedule. You can make it whatever you want it to be, but try to make those days pretty chill, pretty consistent, pretty normal. And then that frees up the ability to play around with those weekends or those long weekends if you have Mondays and Fridays off too or whatever. But establishing a base in the beginning is critical, I think, because you have your basic routine down, you understand what the difficulties are, and you can then flex that as needed when travel comes up. Like There are a lot of things with living abroad that take up mental energy, and it's different from just living where you're from. Something as simple as going to the grocery store can be extra exhausting because in the US, I always lived somewhere where I had to drive to the grocery store. You hop in your car, you pull in the parking lot, you go in this huge store, you get all these things, put it back in the car, come home, and you've got groceries for a couple weeks. It's different in other countries. Going to the grocery store can be overwhelming when it's in a foreign language and everything you pick up, you don't even know what it says on it. Easier in Spanish-speaking countries where I could kind of fumble through in the beginning at least or stuff with a picture on it. But living in Croatia, it's just, I can't even fake my way through the language, right? I have no idea what some product is saying is right. So those things take more time and they take more mental energy than just running out when you are in a place you're familiar with. So the balance of things does get to be really important. The most important thing I could have done, and I'm glad I did, was to settle down get a routine going, learn how to live in a foreign country before I started traveling. For example, when I came here to split Croatia, I was living in Buenos Aires, Argentina back in February. And I had about six weeks to fill between the time my time ended in Argentina and getting here to split. And so I decided, (laughs) I can't believe it looking back now, but I decided that I was going to fill that time bopping around and visiting some people on my way over, right? I'm coming all the way up from Argentina. And I went to the Dominican Republic for a week to catch up with a friend who I hadn't seen in years. Then I went all the way up to Toronto area in Canada visited one of my brothers. I spent time with my nieces and nephews. Then I jumped across the pond to England and spent a few weeks there before going to Ireland for a week and then coming to Split. Now, I was exhausted when I arrived in Split. Absolutely exhausted. I could not have done that six weeks back when I first started freelancing and traveling and living abroad. It was so important for me to build up a base first financially and just understanding of what I was doing in terms of my client work, what that would take out of me, when I needed to be on for that, how many hours a week I needed to dedicate to that. It was important to build that first because if I had immediately started trying to travel like that, I would not be successful because it takes a lot out of me as a person. Everyone's different. There are some people who can bop around like that and it works for them. It does not work for me. I had built my business to a point where I could be flexible. Dominican Republic, I was hanging out in a house with a whole bunch of other entrepreneurs and business owners they were working, I was working. In the evening, we had time off for chilling and watching TV and walking on the beach and hanging out. And in Toronto, up in Canada, when I'm visiting my brother, I had work, but I also balanced that with time to hang out with my nieces and nephews. They're gone during the day at school. That was when I would get my work done. And then I wanted to be around to hang out with them in the evenings, go to hockey games and actually spend time with them, play card games. When I went to England, I was going back to a place I'd already been before. So I was able to balance between visiting friends and then spending time during the week working. Ireland, I took off of work almost completely because I hadn't been back to Ireland in years. And this was my first time kind of road tripping around Ireland and seeing Southern Ireland. It was absolutely a hectic time. 
So arriving to split, being able to unpack and just take a deep breath and go, wow, okay, I can get routine again. I can just decompress a bit. Is jumping through different time zones and just, I'm an overestimator. I always think I'm going to be fine and then I'm never fine. <laughs> I will go, oh yeah, yeah, I'll work at the airport. And then the airport, I'm just like passed out, like head on my suitcase, just like, oh my gosh, I cannot. The biggest part of that for me, balancing the work and the play is better done in larger waves. I need to be settled for a time and then I need to play for a time. So what that means is like last summer, I lived in England and I'm going to be honest, I fucked off last summer. Like I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun and I was not working very much. I didn't have any new clients. Everyone I was working for, I'd been working with for a while. I put some stuff on autopilot. We kind of reduced scope and a lot of my clients' companies and we just didn't have a whole lot of work going on. Instead of going out and looking for more, I just relaxed and had a lot of fun, but I didn't work a lot. So then once I left England and moved on again, it was time to go into a work cycle, right? Like I kind of have these play cycles and then work cycles. And for me, those vary depending on where I'm living and the time of year. Winter for me usually is a work cycle. Even when I was living in Ecuador and it didn't get very cold, the winter was more of a rainy season. And that just to me is like, stay inside. I don't want to be out a ton. I don't want to be doing as much. I would just kind of hunker down and get lots of work done. And this is something that doesn't only have to apply to travel. You can do this in your life, wherever you're working from, in terms of just creating natural ebbs and flows in your work. If you are someone who has kids, for example, you can base more of what you do in the nine months when school is in and take more time off during the summer. The beauty of this is the ability to set it up based on what works for your life and what you want your schedule to be. I know some people who take the entire summer off. Their clients' businesses are slow. That's when their friends have more flexibility to go traveling and they'll just take the entire summer off and go traveling. They'll either put their clients with someone else on their team or they just structure everything with their clients so that they get things done in the nine months of the year that they are working and then they take the summers off. Another thing that's really funny, and I know it seems like this, because like when you watch anybody's Instagram stories and everything, right? Like it looks like they're just always permanently playing. <laughs> it doesn't look like any work's happening. It's all play. And a lot of people will perpetuate this too. They'll just be the fun side and not talk about the work at all. Or they'll just be like, you know, that crazy, just, oh, I made a million dollars while sleeping. You know, it's just like, oh, for God's sake, no, you didn't. The thing is, back in one of my jobs, I was really pushing to go remote. I was like, I can work from anywhere. I come in all day. I sit at my computer. I sit in meetings. None of this requires my presence. I should be able to work from home. I put together a pitch to present to my boss. And I remember my direct boss was kind of like, I don't get it. <laughs> Why do you hate coming in the office so much? Why do you want to work from home? And I was like, well, because I'm not going to work from home. I'm going to work from somewhere else. I'm going to travel. He was an older guy. just couldn't really understand. It's like, you know, like work here and then you, you travel on vacation like everybody else. And I was like, the thing is just going for vacation like everyone else. That's what, like 14 days of the year of travel. I'm living in a foreign country that's like 104 days of extra vacation. He's like, what? The weekends, right? Weekends in a foreign country are vacation because you get to do amazing things. You know, you're already living there and just sitting by the water, sitting by the Adriatic Sea, having a mimosa on a Saturday. This is real life here in Croatia. Freaking amazing. That's the difference between life back in Ohio or life back in Florida. 
I'm already on vacation. I just happen to work from here. Something else that I've found really helpful along with my cycles of work, play, work, play, kind of these greater overarching 90 day cycles, if you will, kind of like I'll have three months of more intense focused work and then three months, you know, kind of of play. I'm wrapping up here in Croatia and I'm heading into a work cycle. So the next place that I live, I'm already kind of going into it with that mindset of want to be a bit more disciplined. I want to be a bit more focused. I want to get these things done in the next three months. So I'm going to adapt accordingly. You know, structure, I'm going to be really focused during the week. But in addition to those bigger cycles, I also find that that plays out kind of throughout my week as well. The best way for me to balance work and play is to have things that I want to get done by the end of the week not necessarily on a specific day because I don't work for anyone else in the sense of having specific deadlines and things. So I do want to be able to take advantage of little things like the weather. If it's a rainy day, I want to stay in all day and just work hard because I don't feel like going out in it, right? I don't feel like just slogging along, getting my shoes all wet. Yeah, it's just, I'll stay in and work. It's fine. So then beautiful sunny day rolls along the beach is gorgeous and I can see it from my window. I don't want to be trapped inside all day working. I will set things. I'll try to plan my weeks in a sense of here's all the things that I want to accomplish by Friday. I will try to get the most important things done first, of course. And then those middle things, I'll plan ahead looking at the weather and try to figure out which days will be better for what stuff. But with that being said, I am notoriously bad at sticking to a routine at sticking to any kind of a schedule, at estimating my energy levels. So I want to be transparent about that too, in the hopes that anyone listening to this and looking at me and what I've accomplished doesn't feel like you have to be perfect to accomplish this because I can be all over the place in terms of how I feel on any particular given day. And it is easy to get distracted against all of my best intentions. I'll get up and be like, I'm going to have a good day today. I'm going to work hard today. And a friend's like, hey, we're down at the beach. It's like, oh man, of course I want to go. And there are plenty of times when I'm like, yeah, I'm just doing that. And then, you know, sometimes I end up working late later or sometimes the next day or catching up on a Saturday when it's raining. These things happen. But the most important thing is finding whatever works for you. Listening to somebody else's way that they live their life, that they set things up, that they go about their routines and all that is not necessarily guaranteed to work for you. So just putting in some experimentation around it, some practice, like try different things, see what sticks, see what doesn't. I have lots of friends who live this lifestyle as well, and I'll listen to what they're doing that's working for them. I'll try it for myself. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. We're all individuals and we're all kind of wired differently and we want different things out of our day-to-day life. So accordingly, our day-to-day and our schedules are going to look different based on what we're trying to get out of. All right, that's enough for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can get a hold of me at hello at liveworktravel.com or on Instagram at liveworktravelig. I will be back next week with another episode. <laughs>